Hey there everyone, it's Posh and welcome to IST. It's so good to have all of you guys back here once again. I know everyone is having a good start of the year and you guys are sticking to those New Year's resolutions. The last two weeks we have been talking about putting God first and making Him our first love. Now I don't know where you guys are currently right now in your relationship with God, but as I have said time and time again over the last few months, I personally don't want to ever lose my hunger for God. If you guys haven't realized, I've really been trying to emphasize the importance of wanting to maintain a healthy desire to know God better and to be changed into His image. For us to never lose that awe and wonder for Him. And to keep that fire burning even though it might be hard at times and there are definitely times where we all slack off. Now, you guys must be thinking, Posh, is it even possible to maintain a longing for God in all of our lives forever and ever? Or is this something that just comes and goes and there's not much really that we can do about it? I know some of you guys start so eagerly reading your Bible plans or joining a devotional, you know, and you guys are all into it, you know, and you guys are like day one, but you guys are already struggling at day two. Or some of you guys are all fired up for Jesus right after our undoing project, right after a camp. But then it just slowly fades away. So the question is, the question you guys might be having today is, is there even a way to nourish that desire and keep that fire burning? I'm going to be honest with you guys. If you're like me, there are definitely times when that hunger and that desire is more intense than others. But as I mentioned to you guys in our first week of Jan, I want us individually and as a church to be on fire for Jesus and put him first. So the question that I want to tackle today is, how do we nurture our spiritual hunger for God? And how do we keep that fire burning? Before we go any further, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this time. I just thank you so much for this opportunity to be here, Lord Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness in our lives, Lord Jesus. We thank you for how much you love us, Lord Jesus. Thank you for being such an amazing God, Lord Jesus. Lord, I just pray right now that you open our hearts and open our minds ready to receive something from you. I pray that you speak to us today, Lord Jesus. Lord, I pray that you speak through me here today, even as we are here virtually, Lord Jesus, that I will be able to communicate whatever you want me to say clearly, Lord Jesus. So speak to us, Lord Jesus, at this very moment, our hearts, our minds, our ears are open to hear from you. We love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Now, talking about keeping that spiritual hunger. Now, before or else, before we even try to keep that fire burning, we must taste and see that the Lord is good. Can I get an amen? Taste and see that the Lord is good. I can't tell you how moved I've been on your responses these last weeks. Hearing some of you accept Jesus into your life for the very first time, whether it's here or even at our engaged service, and that you got hearing you guys start building that relationship with him. It means so much. It's just so amazing to hear some of you guys reigniting that flame and starting to live a life that is passionate for your Lord 
and Savior. Now the angels must be singing and celebrating in heaven, and I'm sure the Lord is smiling down from up above. But yes, when we talk about spiritual hunger or spiritual appetite, we must first taste and see that the Lord is good. How many of you guys as kids had no idea what chocolate tasted like until you tasted that chocolate bar? I had no idea what that dangly little thing was. And then out of the sudden you discovered, oh my gosh, that's a french fries. That's right, a french fries. Hello, McDonald's. Or some of you, you know, the first time you saw that yellow thing and you bit into it and you were just so excited, you're like, oh my gosh, and you discovered that it was a lemon. You know how I remember how as a teenager, the thought of eating raw fish sounded like the worst thing ever to me. But growing up as a teenager, all of my friends would love to go have Japanese. And I would just normally always stick with something safe and familiar. And I would go for something like a chicken katsu, a chicken karagi, until I finally started trying that raw fish and discovered the beauty of sashimi. That's right. Now some of you guys might still not be digging that idea of eating raw fish. But the point is, we acquire taste for certain foods. And before that happens, we have to try it out though, right? And that is why David passionately says in Psalms 34 verse 8, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He said again, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. There was a day when I took a taste of God's goodness and have desired it ever since. So before all else, we must taste and see that the Lord is good. Can I get an amen? Amen, I love that. Come on, let's keep on going. I know you guys are at home, but feel free to write amen in that chat to know that you guys are still with me, that to know, so I know that you guys are still listening. Now, once we have tasted and known the goodness of God, what, come, what, what, what comes next? We must then acknowledge the importance of spiritual nourishment. We must then acknowledge how important it really is. Now you guys might be asking, is it important to nourish our spirit as well as our body? Duh! I was so amazed how so many of you guys said uh, at, at, our, at our 21 New Year's bash last Saturday, how you guys said, you guys want to exercise more. You guys want to live a healthier life. You guys want to get, a, want to get that six pack. You guys want to work on, work on them gains. So some of you guys might be running now every morning, hitting the gym, trying to stick to a diet, and trying to live a healthier life. And it's great that you guys are taking care of yourselves physically. But if we read Timothy 4 verse 8, Paul says it is profitable for a little while. It serves us well in a short and temporal life. It says, for bodily exercise profits a little, but godliness is profitable for all things, having promise of the life that now is and of what, and of that which is to come. So what Paul is saying is taking care of our spiritual well-being is infinitely more important than taking care of our physical health. Let me say that again, that taking care, that taking care of our spiritual well-being is infinitely more important than taking care of our physical well-being. Although both are obviously great and both are important. So boys, keep them gains coming. 
When we look at Matthew, Jesus says something similar. Man shall not live by what? Bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Jesus understood the importance of feeding upon what God says. When he taught us to pray, give us this day our daily bread, he made, he had more in mind than just physical food. We need to look to the Father daily and ask him to feed us spiritually as well. We cannot simply ignore our spiritual needs and think everything is going to be fine. In fact, we must see spiritual nourishment as a higher priority than a physical one. It's so important. Guys, we need to be intentional of what we feed ourselves. In other words, we need to eat healthy stuff. What? Who here likes healthy stuff? Nobody. But it's said that abs are made in the they, they are made in the kitchen and not in the gym. I'm sorry I'm, I'm throwing around so many like workout fitness analogies today. But hey, since all of you guys said that are some of your goals and hopes for 2021, I figured I might as well go with it. You're not going to get a six pack from eating a dozen of Krispy Kremes. Oh man, I just wish right now, honestly, when I was writing this sermon, I was just thinking about all kinds of food. I was thinking sashimi, I was thinking McDonald's, I was thinking uh, Krispy Kreme. I really want one now. But remember, no one said it's going to be easy. And I, of all people, know how hard it is to, to stick to eating healthy. Trust me, guys, I love food. Now, the same thing, though, applies to our relationship with God. One can't grow when all we are is sitting on TikTok, Instagram, Netflix, websites that some of you guys shouldn't even be, be on in the first place. So I want to encourage you guys. What nourishment are you guys feeding yourselves? Start by joining a soap group. Attend our online services. Join the Bible plan that we throw out here every week that we want to do together as a church in the links. Spend some quiet time in worship. Feed yourselves the word of God and instead of the toxicity that the world has to offer now. We need to take care of what it is we feed our soul on a daily basis. Hashtag intentional. Being intentional is so important, especially when it comes to our growth. It's not just going to happen and boom, Everything is good. That six-pack is there without exercising, with eating all I want. It's not going to happen, guys. We need to be intentional, especially when it comes to our relationship with God. Think of it for a second. Have you guys ever, have you, have you guys been feeding, what have you guys been feeding yourselves? Do you put thought into what you guys feed yourselves? Think about it for a moment. Which brings me to my next point. We need to avoid things that kill our spiritual appetite. In order for that spiritual appetite to still be there, we need to avoid things that kill that spiritual appetite. Every mother, I don't know if there are any mothers watching here today, but every mother will tell you that if your, kids, if your kid eats candy right before dinner, he will not eat the healthy meal that has been prepared for him. If there are any mothers out there, you guys can now comment, amen, and then your cover will be blown and all your kids, all your teens know that you guys are tuning in and watching that. And this is one of the main focuses I want to focus on my message today because this is what is happening to most Christian spiritual appetites. 
We eat way too much spiritual junk food. If I wear myself out on worldly entertainment all evening, trust me, you're not going to be hungry for devotions early in the morning the next day. If you're up all to, if you're up till midnight on a Saturday night feasting on entertainment, you're probably going to be hungry to hear the word of God this Sunday morning, which you guys are tuning into right now. So kudos for you who are tuning in. And for those who aren't, make sure you guys check us out on YouTube or Spotify. We live in a society with lots of things to do. Many of them are good things. Don't get me wrong. They're not evil in themselves. But they keep us too busy to nurture our relationship with God. Guys, if we are to protect our appetite for God, we may have to say no to some of those things. Let me say that again. If we were to protect our appetite for God, we may have to say no to some of those things. Those other things aren't necessarily bad things, but we need to be able to say no to them because it keeps from our hunger and from our appetite for God. Now, I'm not here to tell you which one those are, but the Holy Spirit is. And I believe that he's talking to you guys today. What is going on in your life that diminishes your appetite for God? Those are the things that we need to address. The Apostle John talks about the problem of filling ourselves with the world and expecting good spiritual results. First John 2 verses 15 to 17, it says, Do not love the world or the things in the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. And the world is passing away, and the lust of it. But he who does the will of God abides forever. Here's the problem. There is simply not enough room to fill ourselves with love for the world and also fill ourselves with love for the Father. Let me say that again. There is simply not enough room to fill ourselves with the love for the world and also fill ourselves with the love of the Father. So I'm asking you guys again, what are you feeding yourselves? And I get it, it's hard. It's hard to keep going, to keep up that streak and not break it. But one of the best things we can possibly do, here's the beautiful part, guys, is to get with people who stir up our desire for God. That is why I want to encourage you guys today, this very day, to join a soap group, one of our many soap groups we have all throughout the week. Join our online activities, whatever it is, whether it's game night, whether it's movie night, join in, engage in our online services, tune into pit stops right after this. Don't just shut off your laptop and say like, okay, it's time to eat. It's time to eat food. No, continue on. Be with people. Keep that appetite for the Lord going. Be part of our community here at ISTs, even during this virtual aid. Step out of your comfort zone. If you've been thinking of joining our soap groups, online activities, or weekend services, but have been too shy to do so, I challenge you guys this week to go beyond and sign up for our soap group. I'm actually going to post the moment on our online platform and challenge all of you guys to sign up for a soap group so we can grow and learn together as a church and as a family. 
We want everyone here at IST to be part of a soap group. Like I said, we have them all throughout the week. So what are you guys waiting for? What are you guys waiting for? We also want to plan to launch more soap groups as we go throughout this year. So if you guys are interested in starting one of those new soap groups, building new communities and IS teens, let me know. Even if it's with some of your friends that don't yet go to IS teens, that's okay. We want to be able to grow together. And one of the parts of growing is being surrounded by people who are on the same mission in life. So even if you guys want to start one in school, let me know and we will give you the stuff to start those soap groups. I'll be more than happy. The team, Matthew, Titus, will be more than happy to help you guys get situated. Guys, let's keep that spiritual hunger from him for him going. Let's do this together, church. Can I get an amen? Amen. All right, so let's just recap. First off, before all else, to keep that spiritual appetite going, you must first taste and see that the Lord is good. Can I get an amen? Come on, can I get an amen? That's right. We must then acknowledge the importance of spiritual nourishment. It's more important than those physical gains and six packs. Although taking care of yourself physically is also good. So keep doing them curls, keep doing them sit-ups, Girls, keep doing them squats, whatever you guys do. Keep those things going. We have to be intentional about what we feed ourselves and avoid things that kill our spiritual appetite. And we need to get with people who stir up, who stir up that desire for God. There is a difference between spiritual hunger and physical hunger. If you guys eat food and you guys keep eating food, There'll come a point where you guys will be full. You've had enough. But let me just tell you guys, when it comes to spiritual hunger, it's different. The more you experience God, the closer you draw to Him, the more you want to. So that is what I'm challenging you guys here today. Let's be on fire for Jesus. Let's be sold out for Jesus. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for today, Lord Jesus. Again, thank you so much for this new year. Thank you that you are a God who gives us so many chances and so many opportunities, Lord Jesus. Thank you for welcoming us all into your arms, into your loving arms, Lord Jesus. You so desperately want a relationship with us, Lord Jesus. And Lord, it is my desire, it is our desire, Lord Jesus, to want to be on fire for you, to have that appetite, that spiritual hunger for you, Lord Jesus. So I just pray right now, Lord Jesus, that you keep, that you continue on to ignite that flame, that we will make wise decisions in what we feed ourselves and what we tune into and who we surround ourselves for Jesus. That we are wise enough to see that all of this won't just happen on its own, that we need to do our part too in having that spiritual appetite, that spiritual hunger for you, Lord Jesus. So continue on to fan into flames, passion in our hearts for you, Lord. We want more of you. We hunger and thirst after you, Lord Jesus. We love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.